And, uh, but, I, but, I, but I was already planning on doing it. She looked at me and she went, and here she comes. It's been good to be with you. Uh, I'm going to let the Reverend obey the Lord, and we'll see if there's anything left. Amen. I just wanted to um, tell this story. I was 13 years old, and I got invited to a little revival at a little church, a little Pentecostal church. And I was a broken girl without a father, in a drug, in, a, in an alcoholic home. When I went to church that night, I didn't smell like a church girl. I smelled like cigarettes and, and, and dirty clothes. And I, I had, well, if you looked at me, you'd think she has no hope. She comes from no hope. She don't even know who her father is. She has to explain to teachers why her name is different than her mom's. She has to tell people it's no big deal that my dad's not around. It's no big deal that he left when I was just in the bassinet. And, and then another father comes into my life who I thought would be my dad. And they got a divorce, so he's gone now. And here's another one who's an alcoholic. And by the time at the age of 13 years old, I had been abandoned. I was, I was, I was neglected. None of my needs were being met spiritually, physically, financially, mentally. You know, all they talk about in this life is mental health, is, uh, mental health something. And I, I was filled with you. They said she's a good candidate for mental health counseling, therapy, or whatever. But at 13 years old, and I wanted, the reason why I feel like to tell this story, I know God is moved. The place has been filled with the presence of the Lord all day long. And I know that you all have been living under that cloud of His presence for some time now. But we just walked into it and, and enjoying every moment of the worship and the experience His presence. But I don't take it for granted of where I came from. I don't take it for granted of knowing what it's like to live every weekend in the bars watching my mom dance with all these men and me dance and just a little bitty girl starting out at the age of two and three and four years old. All I knew was the bar life. All I knew was drunk driving home. All I knew was we had drunk people that were our friends that we went to their house and hung out with their kids and I loved every minute of it. I didn't know that there was a place that there's peace that passes all understanding and that there's love that's unending and that a place where daddies don't leave and mommies don't quit loving and lives don't get, don't stay broken. I didn't know about that place until I was 13 years old. So I'm up here to stand before you young people so I can speak into the life of these beautiful girls and boys who've been up here worshiping all day long that it lasts. It lasts. He doesn't leave. He never quits on us. He never says you messed up. I don't want anything else to do with you. I was 13 years old and I don't ever remember crying. My whole life I never cried. I just kept it in and kept it in and kept it in. But then then I got invited to a revival. And I went three nights and the third night and we most of the people here at Golden Church know my story. But Sister Wynn, Lou Wynn, who's with Jesus now, was in revival. And I went because there was a woman preacher. I never heard a woman preacher before. And so I went to hear this woman preacher. And she preached and she preached. And I couldn't tell you anything that she preached. But I know whenever the Holy Ghost was dealing with my heart and I was under conviction, I don't care where you came from, you can smell at the bar, you can smell like cigarettes, your hair, your clothes don't look right. I pray the Lord my soul to take. I would say that prayer. 
but he is faithful, girls. He is faithful, young men. God will not leave you. He is a father who stays. And he loves us. And I appreciate his goodness. And I'm running on Jesus. And he is good. And he is finisher. And he is the author of our lives. So I'm here to testify. Not preach. Testify that you know that what you got is real. Come on. And it will keep you all the days of your life. And he'll give you a good man and a good home and children and bless you coming in and going out. He'll give you the desires of your heart. He'll bless you with things that you just thought about. Lord, I sure would like that. And then all of a sudden, the Lord begins to move and you say, man, Lord, you're so good to me. He is so good, guys. So good. You keep serving the Lord. Amen. Thank you. 
moved the strip, said, no, thank you. You're doing an amazing job. Not the sinners in the beer joint. Not the sinners out committing whoredoms and drugs and alcohol. The sinners in Zion are afraid. Fearfulness has surprised the hypocrite. The hypocrite who pays the tithes and sings in the choir and continues to preach a melted down and a watered down gospel are surprised. Who among us tonight shall dwell with the devouring fire? Who shall dwell with everlasting burnings? And you don't have to read, but just put them up, just, just read all these scriptures. For thou hast trusted in thy wickedness. Thou hast said, none seeth me. Thy wisdom and thy knowledge, it hath perverted thee. And thou hast said in thy heart, I am none else beside me. Therefore shall evil come upon thee. Thou shalt not know from whence it riseth. And mischief shall fall upon thee. Thou shalt not be able to put it off. And desolation shall come upon thee suddenly, which thou shalt not know. Destruction cometh, and they shall seek peace, and there shall be none. Because even because they have seduced my people, saying peace, and there was no peace, and one built up a wall, and lo, others daubed it with untempered mortar. Say unto them which daub it with untempered mortar, that it shall fall. There shall be an overflowing shower, and ye, O great hailstones, shall fall, and a stormy wind shall rend it. Lo, when the, fall is, when the wall is fallen, shall it not be said unto you, Where is the daubing wherewith ye have daubed it? Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, I will even rend it with a stormy wind in my fury, and there shall be an overflowing shower in my anger, and great hailstones in my fury to consume it. So will I break down the wall that you have daubed with untempered mortar, and bring it down to the ground, so that, it, that the foundation thereof shall be discovered, it shall, and it shall fall, and ye shall be consumed in the midst thereof, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. Thus will I accomplish my wrath upon the wall, and upon them that have daubed it with untempered mortar, and will say unto you, The wall is no more, neither they that daubed it. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them, as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that the day that, that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night, nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunk in the night. Second Peter chapter 2, verse 4 through 6. For if God spared not the angels that sin, but cast them down to hell, and deliver them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment, and spare not the old world, but save Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly, and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemn them with an overthrow, making them an example unto those that after should live ungodly. Revelation 22 and 20. He which testified these things, surely I come quickly. Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so come, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen.
enticed it. We've seen so many phases and styles of preaching the gospel that I think the core of the catching of the way has become a subject that is very often skipped over and we dwell on the grace of God and the mercy of God and thank God it's there. But there is coming a day when the Lord Himself shall split the eastern sky and the dead in Christ shall rise first and we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together to be in the clouds with the Lord forevermore. The Bible said to those that watch and pray shall He appear again. Can you say amen? Wednesday night about somewhere between 4 and 5 a.m. Right before I normally get up, I had a dream. I don't, I don't have many, very few spiritual dreams. I don't dream a whole lot. If I dream, I probably had a bad dinner. But I dreamed that I was, it was, it was a summer setting. I was on the back side doing some business or something. And I looked out the window in this dream. I had to share this with my wife. She said, I thought you were going to share the dream. I said, I am tonight. And I looked out the window of the shade and there was like a, it was, it was light snow, but it was more like uh, uh, the, the air didn't know what to do. And it was just like a whiteout. And you couldn't see anything. It was summer, but there was a whiteout, almost like a confusion in the air with the elements and, and about that time in my dream I felt something get a hold in my body and begin to lift myself and I began to speak in tongues and I got up a little farther and all I could say was Jesus 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 and I realized at that moment the rapture had taken place and I had made it oh I don't know that Just as he spoke, 
of a place of common ground. His coming has never been this close. I urge you tonight to listen to this preacher. Give a shouting message another time. I'm trying to keep you from shouting forever and ever in a lake of fire with a swelling and gnashing your teeth when the worm doesn't die, when the whoremonger lives and the thief and the liar and every demonic power of hell. There's a time coming that never has been before and never will be removed. You think the world's bad now, take the righteous out of it. And can I tell you something, my friend? I'm 63 years old in a couple months. Never has wickedness been more bold. Never have they flashed sin stronger than they ever have. And the church has seen me backed into a corner trying to be social friendly and seeker friendly. More concerned about the latte than they are their soul. I'm telling you, we need a shaking. We need a Holy Ghost shaking. And we fall upon our face and say, God, spare us. God, would you give us one more opportunity? It's never been easier for the Antichrist to show up and offer a plan that just one small chip and you can have everything you need will cover your finances. You'll never be hungry. Can I tell you there's coming a time? Yes, I believe the church will be gone before that happens. Whether you believe it or not, what you better believe is you're ready. Whenever you go, you may not make it to that point. Death may come to you. You've got to depart. I feel like somebody needs to wake up tonight and realize their soul is in the balance. Joe Biden is not your problem. Yes, sir, he's a mess and he's making it difficult. Your problem is you're not ready for God. The day after the rapture. There's also these scriptures that Sister Jeannie read. There'll be many men and women left to face the fury hand of the wrath of God. One writer said, well, when, when mercy stops, judgment follows. Read as it rained on, on, the, on the people of Noah's day. Read as it come down fire on Sodom and Gomorrah. It's coming again. You better understand. God's principles are absolute. You can't talk your way out. I'm telling you tonight, there is a people and a country whose sin is coming up before God. God is sending a prophet. He's sending an incident. He's sending a man. He's sending a voice. But just as the day it is of Noah, no one is heeding. But the Bible says it's not sent Noah. He he sent Moses, he sent Abraham, and on and on and on. He sent Pastor Jeff, he sent Sister Jeannie, he sent me. And yet you're sitting back, one of your ears tickling. I don't want to make you mad. I want you to get a vision that there's coming a day that your money will not matter. There's coming a day where stuff doesn't matter anymore. Listen to me. I, 
I submit to our pastor here. He come get this mic whenever he feels I'm out of order, and I'll get my Jeep and go pay for the room he done paid for me. But he believes it too. Listen to me. There will be enough singers to continue to have church. There'll be enough ushers, enough lay members, and enough pastors and enough preachers to go back to church. But this time it'll be without the grace of God. You understand? It'll be it'll cost you. Somebody said, I'll just give my life to Antichrist. You don't understand. It'll be a slow, agonizing death. A martyr's death will be comprehensive, but it won't be like that. Don't you believe the devil in a swift night and it's over? The Bible said you'll cry for the mountains to fall on you, but they will not succumb to you. The mark of the beast will survive and you'll be tempted. If you can't serve God today while there's grace and mercy, don't you fool yourself to think that you can stand against the wiles of Satan's forces when all hell has been reached and the church is here to pray for you. That the devil sear our conscience of the heart as we preoccupy our time and we're no longer watching and praying. Is that all right, Pastor? Ten virgins, all ten were virgins, five didn't make it. Just because you got the greatest church probably in the state of Ohio, the church in the city of Columbus, uh, coming here and shaking Pastor Jeff's hand and putting your thousand dollars in the building fund, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you, and you can still split hell wide open up with a choir rope on and baptism waters dripping off your nose. It's not about who you are, it's about who he is in you. You need to make sure that you know him. I'm not talking about no of him, I'm talking about knowing him, regardless of the hell you're living in, regardless of the misery you're fighting. Through anything that costs you your soul cannot be considered good or right. Okay, after the rapture. Matthew 24 27 says, When he comes, it'll be as lightning goes from the east to the west. And the, the meteorologist confirms that when the lightning goes from the east to the west, the storm is over. Hallelujah. How can you have peace for the Johnny in times like this? Honey, the Sandy Ridge Grandma said it. It ain't always going to be this way. I've got a promise that the government can't give. I've got a promise that the White House can't give. I've got a promise when all hell's coming against you and it seems the end is at hand. Look up. Your intention is drawing high. I didn't come to preach you in the combination. I came to set your spirit free. You can live with peace in a world of turmoil. You can live with joy in a world of confusion. Christian habits will seem so significant after we're gone. The very things in your heart that spots your garments will be magnified and you will know instantly why you're here. The church is gone. Your key still works, but the spirit that you've loved all day is not here. The scriptures that you've taken lightly over the years will be a pillow that you can cry on at night to catch your tears. As you read and reread about hope and you reread the word and you wish you'd spend time in the word and you realize you've missed the rapture. Proverbs 126 says, When your fear comes, I will laugh at you. The writer tells us in the Old Testament, he says, It's the little foxes that are sworn to Go with me, if you will, just for a little while down the streets of Columbus. As a preacher has a dream about what it might be like the day after the rapture, the Lord gave me this. Go down the streets and imagine me some of the sights we behold. An uneasiness is in the air. Darkness has never been this dark. Something you cannot even understand. It's, it's not been removed. It's just gone. Let's go down and walk the streets and see what it's like the day after the rapture. The preacher passes a man and he's holding on to a bottle of wine and he's looking at it and he's wringing his hand and I asked him as a preacher in this dream, what's going on? He said, it's damned my soul. I cry out, why don't you repent? And the wine says, you don't understand, preacher. It's the day after the rapture. I left him and my heart was filled with emptiness and sorrow. No hope. One more glance. He was mesmerized, almost hypnotized by the liquid in the flash that caught in his soul. But it's too late now. It's the day after. Why would you take a chance and fool him with wine and liquor? God says, abstain from the very appearance of evil. 
Social drinking has become more accepted in the church than it ever has. That doesn't mean what God says. Oh, to a man that puts a drink to another man's mouth. The Bible said that there shall be no drunkard enter the kingdom of God. I didn't expect you to shout tonight. I just want to make sure you quit drinking and get right with God. Don't miss heaven over a tub. 
Don't miss heaven because you didn't get acknowledged from the pulpit. Don't miss heaven because you allowed the enemy to come in and sow a seed of discord. And now what once was you and God is you and God in jealousy. You and God in unforgiveness. I'm preaching right. Don't you allow the enemy, a part of your soul, resist the devil and he will flee from you. I've just been amazed. My wife and I are looking at the class. 
out and I just think in the back of my mind, maybe, maybe it's sad when that he's coming back on. Maybe it's sad when my mom says, look at the road, Jonathan. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. I'm telling you, there needs to be a spirit of expectation. I didn't come to promise to preach. I came to tell you the king is coming. The king is coming. Make yourself ready.
Summer is ended, and we are not saved. Got a truck? Can't see that boat. Man, I got a bow in there. I can't wait to bow hunting season. You see me in the woods, you know I'm running from a bow. I couldn't find a bow with me. Don't have a straight pull back of mine. But I sure wouldn't like having a new motorcycle. It's just that easy. Right now. 